ഹമുദിലീനസ്തഫാസ്ലാമുറീമിസ്മില്ലാഹിറഹ്മാനുറഹീം قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الا اخبركم بافضل من درجه الصلاه والصيام والصدقه الى اخر الحديث او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم most respected students of deen mothers and sisters there are many things which allah taala loves very greatly and there are things which allah taala dislikes these things have been spelled out for us in the quran sharif and in the ahadith by rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam those things which allah taala loves the person who adopts those aspects will become the beloved of allah taala the things that allah taala dislikes somebody does those things then they will be disliked by allah taala now allah taala is our creator our sustainer allah taala has blessed us with countless blessings he has given us all the bounties and nemats that we use every day allah taala gave us our hands our feet our eyes our ears our heart our mind and every single thing allah taala has blessed us with and many times we have discussed this in detail that we should be sitting and pondering over these nemats and bounties of allah taala what a great gift the tongue what a gift person doesn't have the tongue and he cannot speak what a situation it becomes the person is blind person is deaf what a difficult task what a difficult situation and somebody loses their mind they become insane So Allah Taala blessed us with all this and he blessed us with all this without us deserving any of it totally out of his grace and mercy we didn't deserve anything we didn't even put in any application or request beforehand that I please be granted two hands and I should be granted two eyes and I should be granted this and that and the other Allah Taala out of his grace gave it to us So when Allah Taala blessed us with everything and allah taala has provided us with countless blessings and every moment we are benefiting from those countless blessings then is it not fair and is it not the correct thing that we should now be pleasing allah taala alone so everything the focus should be on how to earn the pleasure of allah taala everything else is secondary pleasing our own self also is secondary first we must look at what is the pleasure of allah taala and in the pleasure of allah taala then what we ever do we feel very comfortable with it alhamdulillah and if we feel some mujahada in it some striving some struggle then to alhamdulillah that with the tawfiq of allah taala he enable us to struggle and strive and undertake some mujahada so that he becomes pleased that too is allah taala's grace and bounty upon us 
So the thing is to now look into those things which bring the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. Now there are many, many things. The whole Quran Sharif is filled, the Ahadith are filled. One of the things that Allah Ta'ala loves very greatly, very greatly, is joining. Joining meaning bringing a un- bringing unity between people, joining people, joining hearts, bringing peace, bringing understanding and muhabbat between people. This is something which Allah Ta'ala loves very dearly, very greatly. And as we said earlier, that the person who undertakes those things that Allah Ta'ala loves, that person becomes beloved. So something that Allah Ta'ala loves very greatly is peace, unity, having a good relationship with those around us, our parents, our brothers and sisters, our family members, then in our context, in the madrasa, with our muallimas, with our fellow students. Now when we talk about these things, it's not something that on a selective basis. This sister, well, I will be good to her because fine, I I can click with her. The other sister, I will just keep putting her down because I don't have that same attachment to her. My father, I will be very good to because fine, he gives me everything and I get, and my mother, I will keep being rude to her. Then we are far away from the reality of things. From what Allah Ta'ala loves, we are far away from that. Because we are doing things for convenience thereafter. This is our big problem. Generally, this is meaning on a general note, that as akhlaq drops, when akhlaq drops, akhlaq is a comprehensive thing. It doesn't, it's not selective. When akhlaq drops, what comes in the way? What comes in the way is convenience and selfishness actually. For example, we will be happy to spend time with some friends, but not happy to spend any time with our parents, for example. Mother needs some help or whatever to spend time with her, out of the question. But some friend, why? Because there is more fun spending time with the friend. And there isn't so-called fun spending the time with the mother. Or one particular person, we are happy to associate with them in a very good way. The other person will always be rude. Why? Because this person, I feel more excited, there's more fun. This person is a jolly person, whatever the case is, or helps me out, gives me things. So if we really analyze this, what is the reality? The reality is that this is selfishness. Only where I see my fun, I must be enjoying it. So it's not that person, but it's me. Because I get some enjoyment in that person's company, I will join him or her. And where even the Shariat has commanded me to give time to my parents, to my family, etc. But I don't seem to find that fun that I'm getting elsewhere, so I will discard this. So at the end of the day, I'm a selfish person. I'm only looking at my convenience, at my fun, at my entertainment and my excitement everybody else only if it suits me then I will be part of them if it doesn't suit me then I am not interested so what is the reality of this it comes down to one word selfish and if we look within ourselves 
look deep down in our own hearts. When these kind of discussions take place, this discussion is, when I'm speaking, it's for me. And when anybody is listening, then each listener is for the person themselves. And all the discussions of deen, whether it's in a masjid that's taking place, whether it is some majlis of some sort that is taking place, some tarbiyat talk that is taking place, whether it is uh, one of our kabir that are giving us some discourse, all these are like an x-ray. The speaker also puts himself in front of the same x-ray, and the listener also puts himself or herself in front of the same x-ray. To see whether this is within me, at that time we shouldn't be thinking of anybody else. And at that time we should be focusing on our own hearts. So if we look down deep within ourselves, to our own hearts, then we'll find, illa mashallah, there are people who probably are free of this, but generally we'll find the selfishness within us. In many, many things it'll expose itself. The biggest tragedy is, the biggest tragedy is, that sometimes people say, but I can't see any wrong within myself. That is the biggest tragedy. That I can't see any wrong. You know, what else now? I'm People sometimes write asking for some advice now. What else should I do now? I think about now what I should communicate and what should I mention, but I can't see any wrong. Everything seems fine. Then it means that there are major cataracts on the eyes. This very big cataracts and it has blocked the vision. As a result, nothing is visible. Whereas if we look properly and deeply within ourselves, either it is because of lack of understanding, ignorance, or that the cataracts have grown too big, that we can't see anything. So for example, this particular issue, if we look deep down within ourselves, many things we'll realize we are selfish. Why did I do this? And not that, and we'll realize that, okay, because... I was getting something out of this. I associated with this friend and not that person. Why? I was getting some fun out of it. Worse than that. This is one part of it. In itself, it might not be a sin, but it's selfish. Though that person needed the help, or my parents needed the help, my sister needed the help, but I decided to join somebody at that time and enjoy myself. Why? Because I was getting some fun out of it. So it is selfish. Though it might not be a sin in itself at that moment. But worse than that is how, how selfish we become sometimes that I want this excitement. I want this fun. I want to be all the time enjoying something. So as a result what I do? Now I can't get it elsewhere so let me now mock somebody else. Make fun of someone. Taunt someone. As a result now that gives me some kind of joy seeing somebody else now being mocked, seeing somebody else being made fun of. This is a sin and a very major sin. And this is a height of selfishness. It's a height of selfishness. So what we are talking about is, we digressed a bit, we are talking about this joining, uniting, bringing peace, bringing happiness, this is what Allah Ta'ala loves very greatly. Obviously, this has to happen within the limits of Shariat. We cannot expect to please people in a way that displeases Allah Ta'ala. Then we are far away from the truth again. 
far away from the correct line. But Allah Ta'ala loves this within the limits of Shariat and Deen that a person undertakes the aspect of pleasing others, uniting others, bringing happiness, bringing peace. So the hadith of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam which we have discussed on previous occasions where Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says to the Sahaba should I not tell you something which is greater than all the Salah, the Sadaqah and the charity in the path of Allah Ta'ala the, all the fasting, the Salah and the Sadaqah so the Farz obviously is Farz over and above that the Nafil the greatest thing, more than all the nafil, all the nafil fast whole year round all the nafil sadaqah billions of rands billions, not millions, billions Alhamdulillah, many in the madrasa, they got together yesterday and they cooked and fed the refugees, thousands over a thousand people so mashallah, this was an excellent thing Everybody feels so nice about it too. It's something, it's a gift from Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala used somebody. Indeed, this is a very noble thing, something to be very happy about also. So, this is something we would feel good about. It's good to feel good about it too. And many students might have perhaps taken the message home that I was part of it also. Mashallah, excellent. And always try to be part of any good that we can within the limits of Shariat. But now, how many could we have fed? Thousand fine, very good, maybe supposing it was said 5,000, 10,000 50,000, that's beyond us already, 10,000 is already far beyond us, 1 million people and giving sadaqah to billions of rands, of billions of rands totally beyond our imagination, we can't even think of it happening Allah Ta'ala, Nabi Islam is saying, greater than that now, feeding 1,000 people is a great thing, Alhamdulillah Summa Alhamdulillah greater than feeding million people greater than feeding a billion people greater than feeding every person on earth we can't imagine it but Allah Ta'ala is saying Nabi Islam is saying Allah Ta'ala loves something greater than that too so this is a very great amal but something greater than that greater than all the fast all the sadaqah all the salah nafil salah and all the other righteous actions nawafil what is greater than that? Islahu zatil bain. Nabi Islam says, bringing peace, unity, joining, bringing reconciliation between two people. Allah Ta'ala loves this so greatly that it is beyond all these great amal. So now the lesson that we want to draw from this is that if this is so beloved to Allah Ta'ala, the person who does it, number one, lesson one, the person who does this, how beloved that person will be. One is two, two people are on a, in a problem, so somebody made an effort to bring them together, two sisters, two friends, whatever, somebody brought them together. The other is conducting ourselves in such a way that brings about good feeling, brings about happiness to others, this is among the greatest ibadats. Idkhalus sururi fi qalbil mu'min. Bringing happiness to the heart of a mu'min. So now the person who conducts themselves in such a way, they talk in that kind of manner, humbly, nicely, cheerfully. They are full of respect. They are full of uh, the enthusiasm to help others, to be of assistance. 
to bring some happiness. There is some fun and excitement on that side. But there is another girl who is sitting alone there and you can see that she is, something is wrong, she is down. So you decided, leave my fun aside. Let me sit today with this classmate of mine or with this little girl who I don't even know who she is. But she's a uh, fellow student in the madrasa. And sit down, ask her, what's going on? Can I help with something? Something to cheer her? Now, a person who does this, now is conducting oneself in this manner. Concerned about uplifting others. Helping them, bringing them up, bringing their spirit up. Bringing their feelings positive. So, what the person who conducts himself in this way, they are doing that which Allah Ta'ala loves greatly. So what becomes the result of this? As they continue progressing in this, they become more and more closer to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala loves them. And when Allah Ta'ala loves somebody, then what more does a person want? That we become the beloved of Allah Ta'ala. Then when Allah Ta'ala has loved someone, someone has become the beloved of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala takes care of all his sin, all his needs, all his situations. Allah Ta'ala grants his special protection. So now this is the one lesson. That the one who will adopt this, how beloved they will become to Allah Ta'ala. Because Allah Ta'ala loves this action. But then, the other part of it, that if this is loved so greatly by Allah Ta'ala, how detested will be what is the opposite of this? This is the positive side. Allah Ta'ala loves this so greatly. So what is the opposite? The opposite is causing dissension, breaking ties, causing problems. All these are the things that are the opposite. Or one conducts oneself in such a way, for example, mocking somebody, teasing somebody in a way they don't like it, making fun of people, talking ill of somebody. And together with that, something that is known as badgumani, harboring suspicion about others, having ill thoughts about others. So what this does, all this fuels something within us to now react negatively, to talk negatively, to do things negatively. Whereas often that is out of nothing. It is out of the air. Because our mind is now, this is shaitan's full time job. Allah Ta'ala loves this so much that a person unites. Allah Ta'ala loves it so much that a person conducts himself or herself in a way that brings happiness, brings peace, brings unity. So shaitan loves the opposite. Shaitan dearly loves the opposite. And he's all the time concerned about how to try and bring about that dissension, that disunity. Just to digress a little bit, to highlight this, that in the Hadith Sharif it is mentioned, that Shaitan puts his throne, so to say, his platform on the ocean, every day. And then all these smaller shayateen, they come to give a report of what they've done. So one shaitan says, I did this, I made this person miss the salah. One person says, I did this, I made somebody lie, and I did this, and did that. So all these reports that are brought forward, shaitan, the big shaitan, Iblis, says, well, fine, but no, no great achievement. This is a thing that carries on, nothing great. Until one person comes and he says, that I brought about a dispute between a husband and wife, and I continued to escalate it, to make it more and more, to keep increasing it to the point that finally now I caused them to divorce. I caused a divorce between them. Now this is a very major break. It's a terrible break. When this person brings this report, so shaitan comes. 
he stands up and calls his fellow forward and he hugs him and he says you you are the one you've done a great job so allah taala loves that uniting so much so shaitan loves the opposite just as much now the choice is ours we want to become allah taala's or we want to become shaitan's we want to become the beloved of allah taala or the beloved of iblis and iblis says there's my agent now this agent of iblis this agent of shaitan is who is the person who does things that cause disunity that cause problems for people that cause people to now feel low feel down because now they're being mocked they're being teased being ganged up against so these are all the agents of shaitan that are doing this shaitan is making people his agents and shaitan will now try to create an agent sometimes how by creating badgumani by creating ill thoughts by whispering ill thoughts in the heart now from nothing one thought started that why this person didn't make salam to me today now what the reality was the reality was that she was so deep in one thought at that moment she didn't even realize you passed her in any case now the mind starts running but why she didn't make salam to me today i think it is because yesterday i didn't lend her that pencil that she was asking for so now she's upset but now i know what's going to happen now now she's already going to start talking about negatively about me to all the other group she's going to start saying some things and uh, i know now the next she's going to try to put fire for me with the maldimas also now the mind is running wild so now because his mind ran wild now all the negative thoughts that now i'm sure this is it i'm sure that it is there is nothing she didn't even know you passed and that pencil you didn't lend her she didn't even think about it anything because she well you were busy that time so you didn't lend her so she didn't think anything about it now because your mind ran wild imagination is just going berserk so as a result now you passed her again so she made salam you refused to make salam last time she didn't make salam to me so i must make salam now shaitan's agent is working now we started off from from this badgumani from the ill thoughts and now one thing is leading to another now you are talking to others that so and so don't don't she is not somebody good you shouldn't be associating with her she has she thinks she's too great and one thing after the other now all the negatives are being planted in the mind of others because this person we our imagination ran amok our imagination ran wild in the negative side so shaitan will keep whispering negativity in so many different contexts whether it is between classmates whether it is between husband and wife whether it is between mother in law and daughter in law whether it is between employer and employee whether it is between co-workers whether it is between just sometime two strangers complete strangers now why is that person looking at me like that now he is looking at you or she is looking at you she is a stranger to you but she is wondering is this somebody who i know and uh, it's probably is it so and so i haven't seen her for a long time then she's looking again no no is not that so now she's trying to make sure whether it's a person she's thinking it is or not 
Now you are looking, who's a stranger looking at me like this? I think she wants to steal something from me. She was eyeing my phone, I think. Now, that poor person didn't even think about the phone, doesn't even know you got a phone. Now maybe when I was talking on the phone just now, she was probably, she observed it. So now she's trying to snatch that thing away from me. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi radiyon. Where did this come from? From shaitan. Because he loves this break. So now there must be some fight somewhere. There must be some drama. There are many people who cannot digest their food if there isn't some, some disturbance. They will feel very uneasy if there is no disturbance. Everything is calm, everything is peaceful, everything is going well, then they are unwell. Everything is calm and going well, then they will be unwell. They must be some drama. One incident probably like a joke it is, whatever, some people were traveling by train. So now during the course of the journey, now they just started, the train departed. A few minutes later now, now two people are sitting next to each other on one seat. Both don't know each other. So one fellow suddenly woke up and said, you know what, feeling very hot man, open the window. So he opened the window. So after about one minute, the other fellow woke up, I'm feeling very cold, must close the window. So he closed the window. Now after another one minute, the first fellow woke up again. Now I'm feeling very hot. Open the window. So then this fellow, after one, two minutes, he did the same thing. Close the window. Now open the window. Two minutes later, close the window. Then open the window, close the window. Now one other passenger who was sitting there, he said this whole journey is going to become a misery now. Because it's a 24-hour journey by train. And these two fellows already started like this. He told him, please look, both of you all, just be calm and sit down. Whether the window is open or closed, it won't matter. Because look at this window nicely, you are not observing properly, this window got no glass. This window got no glass, it's just a frame. We are just closing the frame and opening the frame, there is no glass there. So the window is open. Now you are all fighting over opening and closing it because the purpose was to fight. Neither of them was feeling hot or cold. But one fellow now thought, I must show my authority, so I will open the window. So now the other fellow felt, why he must show his authority, I will show him, I am one better, I will close it. Meanwhile, there was no window, there was no glass, it was just a frame. But they were those people, that if everything is calm, everything is going well, then they are unwell. So now they must make some drama, they must make some tofan. So now they are the tofani male, in India there was one train, probably it's still there, called tofani male. So now these tofanis also. So now there are some people, their tabiat is tofan, they must be stirring something, they must create some problem. They must now, if everything is going fine, then they'll tease somebody something, mock somebody, try and get a reaction. Or they'll now put something in somebody's place now, so that they get hurt with it. And then they'll now wait for the reaction. So they get some fun out of it. And Shaitan will use this other aspect and tactic also sometimes. This aspect of Badgumani. Harboring suspicion, having ill thoughts, out of nothing. Out of nothing. And big, big problems then come out of this nothing. Why? Because we let our imagination run wild. So now the whole com- whole issue comes back down to where we started off that Allah Ta'ala loves very greatly that a person unites, joins. And if we think about it, everybody likes that their things don't break. Now if you made something so you want it not to break, you bought something, something belongs to you, 
somebody's car, it's somebody's house, somebody's item, whatever it might be. So you want to look after it, see it going well, you don't want to see it breaking. So our small, small trivial things, we don't want to see it breaking, we want to see it all intact, well. So the makhluk and all the insan are Allah Ta'ala's creation. Allah Ta'ala also loves to see His creation not broken. They're not broken apart into little, little splinters. Allah Ta'ala loves to see the His bandas united. See love between them. See happiness between them. So now, in order to achieve this, there will be some people, there will be some people, many people maybe, who will suppress their own feelings. They will suppress their own feelings in order to maintain this happiness, in order to maintain the peace, in order to maintain the calm. They will suppress their own feelings. Now they are doing what Allah Ta'ala loves and they will become the beloved of Allah Ta'ala. And they will address some issue in a very nice way, calm way, but they will try to maintain the peace and maintain the happiness, the understanding, the unity. And there will be those who even when there isn't a problem and everything is going fine and if there is some small problem they will then make it bigger. Where there is no problem they will create a problem. Where there is a small problem they will make it bigger. Their reactions will be problematic itself. They will react in a problematic way. There was a small thing and they will react like a ton of bricks will come down. So this is now doing shaitan's work. This is what shaitan loves harboring those suspicions and now reacting on that and going on the negative possibility in everything anything and everything diving towards the negative so all this is shaitan's work all this is something which shaitan likes and therefore the person going down that route is doing what shaitan likes and Allah Ta'ala dislikes what shaitan is and what shaitan's handiwork is Allah Ta'ala dislikes that so the person becoming shaitan's agent and shaitan's friend, obviously he is going far away from Allah Ta'ala. So these are the things that we need to consider all the time. We come to madrasa, this is what we come to learn. How to make Allah Ta'ala happy. How to displease shaitan because he is our enemy. Inna shaitan alakum aduun fattakhiduhu aduwa. Allah Ta'ala says shaitan is your enemy, you treat him as an enemy. Don't make friends with him. And you become the friend of Allah Ta'ala because Allah Ta'ala is your provider. He is your sustainer. He is your nourisher. He has given you everything. What is shaitan given? The only thing shaitan is there to give is destruction. Shaitan is only there to destroy. Nothing else. So this is something for us to reflect on. To think about it. To ponder over it. Unfortunately, this is something what we don't do. We listen to many things, we listen to so many talks, tarbiyat talks, tafsir talks, in the class, other things. But after the talk is over, we need to sit and reflect. We need to think about it. Let it digest, let it settle in our hearts. Think about where my, that x-ray now, where my faults lie. What have I done? How many things am I responsible for? How many hearts have I broken? And how many troubles have I caused? And think about it. And was there not another way in which, okay, there was an issue? Could there have not been a better way of handling it? In a way that didn't create all the 
disunity and the problem and difficulties and whatever else, whether it's on a family level or whatever level. So this is the thing to, for us to do, to reflect from time after every talk, after every lesson, to give it a, even just sometimes half a minute, one minute, to just reflect, to think about it and then think how can I improve now? What's the way forward? When a person will conduct himself, herself in this way, then inshallah those lessons will sit in the heart and it will then become part of our amal as well. This is the objective, talking, discussing, being part of these tarbiyat programs. It's not for some entertainment. It is not for the sake of just passing some time. But it is so that inshallah with the fazal and the karam of Allah Ta'ala, this becomes a means of us bringing these lessons in our lives. That we live it. We become peacemakers, not troublemakers. Now if we have imbibed this lesson, we've taken this lesson in, we've understood this lesson, we've let it settle in our hearts, then this will make us peacemakers. Not peacemakers in several pieces, we're tearing everything apart and everybody apart. That's peacemakers. Thousand pieces. Like puzzles now, I've to take a thousand piece puzzle now, try to fit it in, a few pieces are lost. It can never be completed. So no, we are peacemakers. Allah Ta'ala loves these peacemakers greatly. So not troublemakers and peacemakers in a thousand pieces, but peacemakers, those who bring that happiness, that unity, bring that happiness to the hearts of believers. Allah Ta'ala loves this greatly. This is what we should be focusing on. This is what we should be trying to do. Bring about this unity and we'll become the beloved of Allah Ta'ala. When Allah Ta'ala makes us His beloved, then our work is done. Then we've got dunya and akhirat. Dunya, that peace, that tranquility, that happiness of heart, which Allah Ta'ala alone can give, that will come. And the akhirat is beyond imagination. Allah Ta'ala grant me and all of us the tawfiq. وآخر دعوانا عن الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله ربنا غلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين رب اغفر وارحم وعفو وتكرم وتجاوز عما تعلم إنك أنت الأعز الأكرم اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحابه معين والحمد لله رب